quick to anger, quick to speak, slow to listen. It's the opposite of what our scriptures tell us, but it, it captures the time we are in. These are uncertain times where folks are living in fear. We live in fear of a dangerous virus that is among us and all around the world. We live in fear about the financial stability and situations in our country. live in fear because times are changing. And that's one thing I have learned about myself and perhaps all of humanity is that we don't do change especially well. Change upsets the status quo. Change makes us uncomfortable. Change makes us not know what is going to come next. And yet that is the way of the world. And if we have deep-rooted faith, we will know that even though we are uncomfortable, God is going to be our strength to carry us through. But we struggle to get to that point. We have become, and I believe always have been, a sanctimonious people. We think we've got it right. We can be holier than thou. I was reading through the Old Testament this week and seeing all the times that our ancestors in faith had hit roadblocks and struggles. And because they thought that somehow that they were right and knew more than God knew, they fell into trouble again and again and again. And I believe that sometimes that nothing truly changes. We struggle right now with thinking we know the right answers. We've got the right politics. We've got the right faith. We have got the right economic view. And if everyone would just listen to me, the world would be okay. Sanctimonious. Thinking somehow that we are holier than others. To the point where we think we are holier than God. And yet in that anxiety of needing to believe we've got it all under control, that we understand all things and that our way is best, is fear. We live in fear more often than we live in faith. We become misdirected so easily because we are following our own good counsel. 
or the good counsel of Fox News, or the good counsel of CNN, or the good counsel of the New York Times, or the good counsel of the Washington Post. We, we, we fall short because we fall under the good counsel of those who are not leading us. When we come back to square one and we admit humbly if we do not know the answers, if we do not have the solutions, but that we can walk faithfully one step at a time, then we start to come back into the faith that can strengthen us for this uncertain time. Our scripture tells us that all good things, all good things come from God. Everything that is good, everything that is a blessing, everything that is healing, everything that makes us whole comes from God. And John the Baptist was the first to say that his joy was fulfilled because he was decreasing as Jesus' ministry to the world was increasing. So when we can find ourselves in that humble place where we let God work through us, and yet we know that that means that we can decrease in our power and our righteousness, so that we might let all power and righteousness be God's. And when we're on that path, we find that we are quicker to listen to listen to each other, to hear each other's stories, to wonder. Instead of being angry at a difference of opinion, but wonder why you feel differently about this than I do. When we can get caught up in wonder and to listen deeply, to understand each other's struggles and fears, learn to be slow to speak. We do not have to have the last word in everything. Now, I know you all know I've been cutting way back on social media. I only go on Facebook on occasion if I have to look up something for church. Occasionally I see a few things and, and enjoy them and like them. Um, when, when I, I do love family pictures. Uh, the rest of it I can pretty much leave out. Um, but I have been paying less attention to all of that because it increases my anxiety when I see so many thinking that they have the last and perfect word. But we know that we are to be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to anger. It is so, so hard. It is so, so hard. I mean, I know I use my commute all the time, but there are times, 
out there on the highway, and the weekend's the worst. There's more cars during the week, but the weekends are the worst because nobody knows where they're going. And you need to have a lot of room for grace, especially in a state where people were not taught to use their blinkers. And so, you need to have room for grace. You need to say, that person is panicking and they need to get from here to there, and I'm there. So I need to find a way to let them through. And do that without shaking our fists or screaming and yelling. And that's the easy thing, because we're in our own car. But we go out into the world to interact. And we so often want to go and tell the world what it is we need, that we are so slow to listen to someone else's story. And we are so eager to accomplish what we need to accomplish that we are often slow to speak. And when we're slow to speak, then we're able to be slow to anger. Anger should not be the first step and then de-escalation. We really, and, and there, there is room for, for righteous anger. I'm not saying anger is not an emotion that God gave us. It is not a useful emotion. But we're taught not to let the sun go down on our anger. Anger cannot be the consuming, motivated force in our lives. James tells us, Jesus' brother James tells us, that our anger does not produce God's righteousness. Our anger is not doing God's work. God's anger is not doing, our anger is not doing God's work. But we need to come to that place of meekness where we can be in touch with God's implanted word on our souls. God has put on our hearts goodness and love and grace and mercy and forgiveness. God has implanted that within us, and that's what we need to use as we go out to be doers of the word. We're not called just to be hearers of the word. We're not called to sit here and say, oh, well, I understand it. Let me write a thesis that explains what it is God would have all of you do with your lives, little of mine. God is not calling us to write thesis. God is calling us to live and to be doers of God's word. It's a broken world. It always has been. It probably always will be until Christ comes again to set us free from all that causes this conflict and anxiety and greed and injustice. But until then, we are the kingdom builders. Jesus called us together to be 
gathered as Jesus' body, the body of Christ. And we are called to be God's hands and hearts for this broken world. Not for our glory, not for our praise, because Jesus must increase and we must decrease. But we can be the deliverers of that increase. We can be deliverers of that grace, of that love. We can have patience, even when we want to turn to anger. We can have generosity, even when we're afraid we don't have enough. But if we live faithfully, according to God's word, then we can be a blessing to each other and to the world. It seems so simple, but I know it's so hard to be doers in this uncertain time. To be doers of goodness, to be doers of grace, to be good doers of love in these uncertain times. And yet all times are uncertain. But our faith will see us through. Because Jesus first loved us, we are able to love others. And when we live in that faith and let go of our fear, we might do what God calls us to do. So that we might usher in a time of blessing, of peace, of grace where there's mercy for all and justice for all, those foundations that we have been called together as a people to lift up. So as we go out into the world, let us be doers, doers of God's goodness, doers of God's grace, God's grace, so that the kingdom might come in Jesus' name.